On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we take a step back and we discuss that Panthers game from over the weekend. The Lightning continue to roll at 8-4, trouncing down in South Florida. All that more, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Just a reminder that this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. On this episode, we take a step back. We talk about that Panthers game from the other night over the weekend. Uh, if you've been following the show, uh, we haven't put out an episode in a couple of days just because we've been having some technical difficulties, but here we are. We're posting three episodes today. Uh, it's it's April 27th, so three episodes to make up for the other two, and then obviously the episodes that come out on Wednesday. And also, I'd just like to thank everybody who is listening to this on an audio platform. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day, as well as if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you for making us your first watch of the day. And go ahead and like and subscribe to the pod. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed. That means Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, wherever they're in audio, we are there. And of course, go to our YouTube page, drop drop us a subscribe, uh, uh, hit that notification bell, all that fun stuff. Give us a thumbs up. Let us know how we're doing. Drop us a comment in the comment section about what you think about the likelihood of this team making a run for a third straight Stanley Cup. And I have to say, just to answer that question right off the bat, uh, <laughs> this team has looked absolutely dominant over the last couple of games. Uh, just, you know, I, I had a feeling just by the way this team was playing, I figured that they were going to come out on top against the Panthers. Panthers, you know, a very good hockey team, no doubt about it. Not even, not even a discussion at this point in the season. They lock up the number one spot, not only in the Atlantic Division, but of course in the Eastern Conference as well. And they've just been really a great team from day one. And you can see it just by the way this team has played. But like a lot of teams that are at the top of the league all season long, they tend to run out of, out of, gas as the season comes to an end and really what it came down to was not so much that the Panthers were struggling coming into this game they've been playing well over the last couple of weeks uh causing their own bit of damage to opposing teams uh as well but the lightning like we've stated on past episodes have just absolutely been just looking fantastic I, I mean this is the best hockey that we've seen from them all season long uh, it's taken a little bit while for the new trade additions to really get rolling in the guys, everybody just to get rolling on this team. Nick Paul, uh, I, I said it on Twitter, I think a couple of weeks ago, look, has practically looked like Wayne Gretzky <laughs> to a certain extent on this team, uh, as well as Brandon Hagel really settling in nice uh, into his line. And, and then everybody else just can just getting hot at the right time. Nikita Kucherov looks like he, sh if he played like this all season long, easily probably the winner uh, for the Hart Trophy if he just would have stayed healthy. Steven Stamkos just 
continuing to just have a rejuvenation of his career this year, 30-plus goals, 100 points on the season. We'll talk about that later on uh, on the next episode when we talk about the Blue Jackets game from the other night. But this team just fantastic. Uh, Eight goals against Toronto the other night, six goals against the Predators the other night on Saturday, and then coming back in Southern Florida, eight goals. So it's just really just – absolutely annihilating just just rolling through all their all their opponents and and really couldn't have picked a better time of the season to do so and if you look at i mean there's some other names we could talk about as well uh ross colton who just continues to be in the thick of things even if he doesn't score a goal uh he continues to 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 set up guys for great chances uh continues to be aggressive the other night a guy who has kind of been in, I, I would say, in a little bit of a cold streak, but it's glad you're happy to see him get into the goal column once again. And that's Braden Point, 28th goal of the year in this one against the Panthers. Just everybody really just doing everything right. Uh, Nick Paul had two goals in this game. One of them was kind of just a lucky bounce in, and that's really what it was for the Lightning in this game against the Panthers. Just a game of lucky bounces. And, you know, when you're in that mode that the Lightning are, are in right now where they're just just dominating every facet of the game and and you could say well they're not dominating they didn't dominate the Panthers in this one where uh you know they they gave up four goals but at the same time I mean they scored eight so really you know you could kind of look the other way on that obviously every game especially if these two teams play each other isn't exactly going to be an 8-4 uh, win for the Lightning. There's going to be games, and we've seen it all season long. Where, you know, I, I guarantee you, down the road, when these two teams, if they, you know, the way they're both playing right now, the chances of them running into each other in the playoffs are very likely. Because really, that's what we're looking at right now uh, for the rest of the season. Not just the Lightning finishing on a good note, but just really, this is the last playoff team that the Lightning's w- the Lightning will have played for the regular season. So. Very good, very much of a of a good measuring stick. Uh, the last three that they've played, including these guys, uh, very very good games uh, from the Tampa Bay Lightning. So you know you like to see that. You don't just like to see them dominate lesser teams. So uh, in, in this game, really, what it came down to, like I stated and I've said multiple times, the main key was domination and and control. And we've seen that over the last couple of games, and not only control but a balanced control of play and what. That is really what I've spoken about in recent weeks about this team is that, you know, when when they weren't playing well, a lot of it, I believe, had to do with just physical fatigue. And 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 that a lot of that has to do with also where your head is at at that point in time. Not saying that the lightning were distracted, but oftentimes during when when teams are kind of going through that sluggish phase and you see this in every sport uh, when the mind and body isn't in sync. Uh it, it translate onto the field of play of this being uh, an ice rink. So you're starting to see more of a balanced approach from this lightning team, kind of where you, you kind of see more of a, of an organized attack 200 feet on the ice. Uh, whereas it, it seemed as times through that l- little rough stage uh, earlier uh, back in March, where it almost just seemed as though this team was kind of just winging it from, from, from sequence to sequence. But in this game, uh, especially and I, and I and I said it, you know, just a few moments ago. Good measuring stick game for the Lightning to see where they really are at, because after this, they had Columbus, as we know, and I'll talk about that on the next episode. Uh, 
uh, you have Columbus twice, and then you have the New York Islanders to finish out the season. So really not much of a challenge there. Expect the Lightning to win all three of those games. So really this was a very important game. Uh, but yeah, the Lightning dominated. They 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 really controlled every aspect of this game, really, uh, except maybe for the physical play. You kind of figured that this was going to be a physical game regardless just because of the, the, the history between these two teams playing each other in the playoffs last year, along with that being... Uh, in-state rivals in the same division. So a lot of variables to the the tensions in this game. Uh, 35 hits for the Panthers as well as 29 for the Lightning. But really something that really stuck out to me in this game and it was really the determining factor and why the Lightning scored so many goals had to have been that uh, they controlled the face-off circle. 52 percentage uh, in the circle that night uh just a fantastic go of it as well as the power plays you know three for seven you know when you get seven chances you got to take advantage and the lightning have been taking advantage uh and doing a fantastic job as of late you know i've kind of criticized not so much them but a lot of people in general saying well this team is doing pretty decent all things considered uh for the most part all season long this team has hovered around i want to say the 15th spot uh, in the NHL in, in rankings for power play goals. And, and yeah, I, I mean, that's not so bad, but at the same time, they haven't really had that, that many opportunities at the same time. So, you know, there's plenty of chances they, they where they could have done better and they probably could have been higher in the top five, all things considered considered. So we'll discuss really on, on the second segment of the show about what does this mean? What does this game mean? uh how much of a difference uh how much of a of a difference and and really does this contribute any sort of uh motivation or 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 just making things seem a lot seeing this team a lot more confident going to the playoffs because really it's determined now that the lightning will be playing the toronto maple leafs so and i've stated it on a couple episodes ago after these two teams played that you know really it was that game didn't really mean a whole lot for the lightning and i don't think a whole lot for the for the maple leafs just because uh, there was a lot of players out. Uh, you didn't see a full, fully stacked uh, Maple Leafs team. So there's that to consider. We'll talk about that uh, as well and, and how that might carry over, <clears throat> excuse me, into the playoffs. So, but first I want to talk about one of our sponsors today and they were our presenting sponsor and that was betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Betting BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs esports and more so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts so if you're watching us on youtube you're staying right here if you're on an audio platform you're joining us right now and just talking about really the conversation i feel like we need to continue having for the rest of the season and what i mean the rest of the season this week how much of these last few games that we have seen from the Lightning, uh, how how seriously are we going to take them? And what I mean by that is that, well, what a very good game played a um, couple of pu- couple of weeks ago against Anaheim, as well as Winnipeg. Uh, Anaheim will be in the playoffs. Uh, that was a hard fought game. That was still when the Lightning were still trying to figure things out. Uh, just coming off a one nothing loss to the Dallas Stars, very disappointing. Another team that is really just teetering on 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 
whether getting in or not. They had a chance to close it out the other night, but couldn't get things, couldn't get a win in regulation. Uh, so they're still still trying to get that last spot in the West. Uh, but Lightning after that go rough shot through Winnipeg. Uh, they lose a tough one to Detroit. We've all we've spoken about numerous times on this show about how just you know sometimes teams just have your number and the Detroit Red Wings do. Uh, it may not seem like that. Uh, just the record-wise, the Lightning have taken a majority of those games over the last couple of seasons. But still, Detroit has not made it easy for Tampa in those games. And then the Lightning win 8-1, as we know, against Toronto, uh, down the Predators 6-2. And then, of course, like we just spoke about, 8-4 to Florida on Sunday. And really, how... How much do we think that the Lightning are going to be thinking about those wins going into the playoffs? Your 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 last three matchups against playoff teams, uh, you win and you also dominate them. Uh, you score five plus goals in each of those games. Uh, one of which of those games against those teams you will be seeing in a couple of weeks. And and really, I'm curious. I'm sure the players will say, you know, we're just taking it day by day. We don't really think about that stuff, but I'm sure players think about that in the back of their minds, especially in maybe some of the tough situations that we will see in the upcoming playoff series against Toronto, because let's face it in in that win against Toronto, um, you didn't have Jack Campbell. You didn't have Austin Matthews who got his 60th goal of the season last night. So really, that that Toronto team looks a whole lot different when those two guys are are not on the ice, and then the Lightning go forward and just you know hand it to the Panthers the other night. Uh, so you know another team that you might potentially see if they get by Toronto, which I think at this point, even if you have Campbell and Matthews on the ice for that series, I just I just look at it this way, and and maybe. Maybe I'm just not looking at it the right way, but I, I have to say, and I think a bulk of Lightning fans should look at it this way. Uh, if there's if there's any maybe anything holding them back from being fully confident about the Lightning taking that series, is that really Toronto hasn't done it when the games have mattered most, have, have really failed to to get through a first round. Uh, you know, you have the names on on the back of the jerseys, you have the players on the ice that you need. But I've I've spoken about it on this show before, not only just by myself, but with other hosts uh, saying, you know, there's there's two types of teams. There's teams that are built for this regular season and then there's teams that are built for the playoffs. And right now. There is nothing that proves to me right now with this Toronto team that they are built for the playoffs. And what I mean, not only just an experience, but just really you know, their style of play because the lightning that that's why the lightning are so dangerous and why up until, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't sure whether or not we could, I could come up on here on the show and really say that I was confident the lightning could three P but what we have seen in current weeks that the lightning, they are, they are still that team that have won two cups, you know, a couple of the faces have changed, but at the same time, they have proven that they are very versatile, that they have, that ability to have players come up in big situations. Nick Paul, like we have spoken about numerous times over the past couple of weeks, guy who really, I thought he was going to come in here and just play, you know, kind of more of a Barkley Goodrow role uh, that we saw from Goodrow over the last couple of seasons. But really he has taken up to another level. Not only has he proven that he could play physical and, and have a 200 foot game, 
but the fact that he goes up there and and, and scores goals between his legs and do all, can do all these other things, which a lot of that has to do is that, you know, it was just one of those things. We didn't really see much of that from Nick Paul in the games that when he was with Ottawa this year. So it, it, it was it's almost as a surprise. And sometimes the reason why we see that we're just seeing that out of him now is because he has a lot more tools around him to be that player as opposed to when he was in Ottawa. So, uh, you know, Nick Paul coming into a better situation now. Uh, only helps the Lightning even more. Brandon Hagel, like I said, he he hasn't really made as big of, of an impact as Nick Paul has since coming to the team, but still has made a huge contribution to this team uh, and has really opened up the ice for other players on this team as well, uh, one of which Ross Colton, who uh, another player who I can't stop raving about on this pod. R- Ross has really just taken his game uh, to a whole nother level this year. Like I said, with every game that passes, he just gets better and better and better. And, and really, I think next season, I mean, obviously we, we have a, we have a couple of games left in the regular season and then a whole playoff run to discuss this. But I really think, you know, you have to wonder what is, what kind of player is he going to be next season, you know, with a ton of confidence, because really that's the key to Ross Colton's game. If the confidence is there, the aggressiveness will always be there. There's there's no question about that, that he is not afraid to get in people's faces, play physical, go towards the net with the puck, uh, take on on big shots. He He's he's willing to do all of that. We've seen that this year. Uh, the question is, obviously, can he can he just keep his emotions under control? Can he can he not? play because we, we we know he plays with his his heart on his sleeve and sometimes he kind of gets discouraged easily uh but really in, in the re- last couple of weeks he has just really just taken on a whole nother level that you know players early on in their career um you love to see that type of play from them and of course Nikita Kucherov like we is just like we said or, or like I said earlier on the show I mean if he's played if he played 82 games or six let's say around the 70 70 game mark we'd be talking about him being a no doubter for the heart trophy at this point but uh really just to see all the pieces come together i think uh is really something lightning fans should be really happy about obviously you know when the puck gets dropped in the playoffs uh you're gonna you you might see toronto turn on a switch that they didn't even know they had uh at the same time thinking about this florida game uh I'm not sure we would, you know, what those two teams are going to look like, what what, what Florida is going to look like by the second round. Obviously, they still have to get past their first round matchup and the Lightning, too. So that's not really a conversation we need to have now. But, you know, it is fun to wonder about certain scenarios like that just because of, you know, everything that goes on between these two teams. Uh, like I say, at the in-state rivalry, both being in the division and and. The Florida Panthers kind of coming in, as well as Panther fans in general, uh, coming in with that new mentality, well, we're the top dogs in the Eastern Conference. Well, you got to get past the, the defending champs first to prove that. So uh, very interesting to see how everything unfolds in the next couple of weeks. Uh, very optimistic about this Lightning team, like I said. Um, you know, I, I think if they could have played like this all year uh, – I think we'd be discussing a heart, uh, not a heart trophy, excuse me, a president's trophy by like a whole lot. I, th- I think that, 
if the Lightning could have played like this all season long, which I'm not knocking on the team. Every team goes through its ups and downs through an 82-game season in the NHL, and it's almost impossible to play at this level all year. And that's why, like I stated at the top of the show, that you see teams that play at this level all season long kind of burn out once the playoffs come around. Um, but it is interesting to see. I think they would be a, be a lot better, or if, if not a lot better, just right up there uh, with the Colorado Avalanche because I think that really is, you know, everything, though, that – Florida has done. I still think Colorado's the top team in the league. So uh, we'll we'll wrap things up talking about you know what were the expectations. Obviously, we we all know by now that the Columbus game has already happened. The Lightning won that game for one, and we'll recap it on the next episode that'll be dropping later on today. So don't forget and listen to that or watch it and keep an eye out for that, of course. Uh, but. You know, what were the expectations going into this game? Just because, you know what, those same expectations, we'll be discussing those about the game on Thursday. So keep an eye out for that episode as well later later on today. So, uh, but first I'm going to talk about our last sponsor of the day and hit a quick break. And that is Built Bar, the OG sponsor of this show. If you've been listening to us since day one, Built Bar has been our day one sponsor, Booze. Uh, and they... The best thing about them is not only their great prices, but the the variety. I love variety in my life. You know, that's why I love hockey. That's why I love sports. You know, it's not the same teams playing each other over and over and over again, like maybe the original six days of the NHL. Uh, But with Built Bar, the best part about this is that for all of you that are trying to eat healthy, uh, trying to stay true to those New Year's resolutions, that there's tons of variety. And the best part is that not only are these bars delicious, but they are covered in 100% real chocolate, so you don't feel like you're eating something unhealthy, waxy, chalky, like maybe some of those other competitors that Built Bar has. And the best part about Built Bar is that they are low-calorie, high-protein. You can replace your candy bars with them, so go ahead and do that. And just a little bit, some of the macros, they got 130 calories with 4 grams of sugar. You compare that to a candy bar, which usually goes around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs so go to built built.com use promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your order that's promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com and once again if you're watching us on youtube you're staying right here and if you're listening to us on an audio platform you're hopping right in right now coming back from a break so just wrapping things up like i said um going into that columbus game Columbus obviously hasn't been a team that we kind of figured that they would have been this year. Uh, Columbus was always one of those teams, uh, just like Detroit, where they offer a lot of problems, for, especially for the bigger teams. And when I mean the bigger teams, the teams that are kind of at the top of the, the NHL food chain. Uh, we saw that a couple of years ago, actually two three years ago. Uh, we all know about 2019. And then, of course, what happened in the bubble in 2020. So, uh, and and really, I think that just has to do with just Columbus, uh, regardless of who they have on on the ice. They they always have something to prove. Not entirely a huge hockey market, um, but you know, just one of those teams that says, you know, we we don't have the names, but we do have the talent, and we're going to come out and prove it to you. Uh, and, and really, a lot of the main storyline that was heading into this game, and we'll discuss it on the next episode, was Steven Stamkos. <clears throat> was going into this game uh, looking for 100 points for the first time in his career. And as we all know by now, reached that mark. So 
a little bit of a preview for that episode that we'll talk about that. But um, a game in which I think the Lightning never take Columbus seriously whenever these teams play. They never take them uh, lightly, excuse me, whenever these two teams play each other. I just think that uh, Tampa has really learned their lesson from a few years ago, especially a lot of those guys that have been that were on the team back in 2019. Uh, you know, and and really, I hope that they could bring that same mentality into games in the future uh, with the Detroit Red Wings, given all the grief that the Red Wings have really brought the Lightning in the last couple of seasons. Uh, not so much as winning games, but so much as just making things more difficult than I think that they really should be. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, I, I really just expect that the Lightning in this game to go out there and, and play physical, uh, do what they could to really carry carry every aspect of the previous game over. Uh, and for the most part, I still think, though, uh, given everything, though, that we would have kind of seen some of uh, we, we would have seen a tighter game. In terms of the goals, I don't think the Lightning were, were going to go into this game scoring five goals once again. Uh, kind of keep at that pace is almost nearly impossible. At the same time, though, the Lightning got pretty close. So we'll talk all about that. But in the meantime, that'll be it for today. this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.